Philip, we were the first people in the world to hear that song live. Little did I know that we were lied to. Mm. <laughs> did you hear that old story, that old stupid story that people were getting worked up about? And it was people who were not there at the show. Huh? So what is? The... So if you remember, okay, we're going to talk about our time out, but we were at the Omale show. And then Omale says, guys, this is the first time that I'm performing this song. And then he performs this, this brand new song. Uh, what's it called? Holy Father. No, it's called Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. That's it. It had dropped dro- that morning. It had dropped that Friday. It, it had dropped that day. So he performs it. This is the first time that I'm performing it. Someone digs up a video of him from a couple of days earlier in France performing the same song. Of course you do. Do people not know how artists work songs? Obviously. So, hey, people were. Ma- hey, so you think Zimbabweans? Hey, Atinadiri. Hey, you think we're not important that you can lie to us? I was like, man. At first, I thought it was just people trolling, you know, haha, lol, lol, lol. But hey, people are taking it seriously. Listen, if we're going to get people super bright, technical. Pe- people are not bright. If, if, if we're going to get super technical, I have a recording of him. His literal words were, this is the first time I'm performing it since it was released. And it was released that morning. So technically, he's right. Otherwise, <laughs> man, he's probably going to go everywhere and say that. Relax, man. He's, he's promoting a song. Yo, man. Hey, anyway. Do you, do you want to hear? Do you want to hear um, a little bit of two PT co- connectivity, mm. a little uh, two degrees of separation? That actually, I'm, I'm really, I'm really quite impressed by. It. So, let me just raise my mic level. Hello. I think your mic level is fine, Philip. While we're talking about mic levels, uh, uh, let me take this opportunity to implore. Not there we Nate, go. That's better. Nate, to beg our producer. Have you listened to the quality of our last couple of episodes? It hasn't been great. Eh? Mm. It hasn't been great. And look, wait, Dan, we, shouldn't this be like an internal meeting? I don't, I don't know why. We've had internal meetings, Phil. So I think at this point, I'm making a public appeal to our producer. <laughs> I'm making, <laughs> our listeners know us for the quality of our podcast. Please, I'm begging. I, I'm, I'm ring. I beg, please can you just make sure the quality of this episode is top notch. We're recording on very expensive uh, microphones and very expensive equipment here. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yes, Philip, what were you about to tell us about this 2BT connective? <laughs> 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 
Crims, you yeah. To be fair, the, the the last two episodes we recorded at a different studio and we didn't have live we we weren't really gauging the But fu- Dan Dan we Dan, but we, we recorded those episodes at an actual studio. I understand not a bedroom. I understand. An actual sound treated room. But if you recall, we had connected our headphones and if our sharp eared listeners will hear at the beginning that we were discussing a little bit about the, the 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 levels and the volume and the so on. And the thing is, because it was a different environment and we were using the headphones, just I don't know, they were not hitting, so I wasn't hundred percent sure if it was sounding right. You know, I fine. Let me let me just say maybe. Let's give the benefit of the doubt that even though we were in a professional studio, something went a little bit wrong. But I mean, come on. Mm. Anyway, yes, Philip, two BT connectivity. Let's. Let's push me here. I, I will never let that excuse slide because there's a literal episode of this podcast that I recorded on a plane. Mm. That must have been very annoying <laughs> to you. Gee, the people around. No, uh, uh, well, <laughs> well, me and my co-host had the road to ourselves. So it was, it was, it was actually a dope little thing. Like even the, the air hostess was actually quite smart because she saw the equipment. She's like, oh, what you guys doing? Oh, I was dope. Okay, time, time, you know, like we actually do some amazing things. Like people don't respect us. But anyway, Philip, Philip, push and pee. Let's see. What, yeah. what are you about to tell us? I was going to say, so a little bit of a uh, little trivia, a little connectivity that, that really impressed me was, so as you, as you guys might know, we'll get into later on in the show, but um, Dad and I were, were, were part of the team that's aboard Jameson Connects to Zimbabwe. And one of our tasks was, you know, identifying service providers. And there's this kid who's been on my radar for a while. And... It just so happens that our regular videographer, who I cussed out this weekend at Omale, took a job from the white man and left us hanging. So I, you know, I was like, you know, let me let me see if this kid, you know, has got the gumption. Tested him out over a few days. He seemed to do really well. Gave him the job. He like the edits we've received have been really decent, really good. I'm really enjoying them. So on the Friday, I go I go meet up with him to give him some uh, some some revisions, and. He's working on something on his computer. And I'm like, yo, what's that? And he's like, oh, I just shot um, the Omale promo video this morning. They need it like right now because his song just dropped and he needs the promo video to drop on his Instagram. So if you go to Omale's Instagram, the video of him sitting um, cross-legged in a studio surrounded by smoke and a dancer was actually shot at that studio in Belvedere, Dan, where we shot uh, many of our photo shoots and yeah. shot by none other than Lani. Yeah. And who turned that video around in a couple of hours. So shout out to him. I was, really, I was like, damn, look at this kid. <laughs> and you know, the, you hear the wildest part of the story is? Uh-huh. So yesterday, I meet up with, I'm going to meet up with one of the DJs um, for something else. So I meet him at a shopping center. And as I'm parking my vehicle, I see a kid in school uniform. And I'm like, and he's waving at me. <laughs> Struggling to remember. Then I look close and I'm like, oh snap. It's my videographer. In school uniform. <laughs> <laughs> so I call him to the car. He's like, yeah, I just wrote my last A-level exam today. <laughs> Child labor. So, okay, Child just to labor. Go, just to go, no, just to confirm, he's 18. Okay. I've had a conversation with him and I've made sure his parents are happy. The parents are, you know, raised at the company. They're very happy with their son's enterprising spirit. So there's nothing untoward. It's just wild and a little impressive 
that a kid who's <laughs> just turned 18 and still writing his high school exams is shooting videos for one of the biggest whiskeys in the world. <laughs> and Omar <laughs> Sure. Ah, yeah, yeah. We all have the same 24 hours, Dan. We all have the same 24 what hours. What are you doing with yours? That's the question. What are you doing with your 24 hours? Um, anyway, listen, let's, uh, let's start the show as we normally do. Um, okay, we, we'll, we'll do any apologies after. I was, I was thinking about doing some apologies because I, I, I know we done left some of you hanging a little bit. So, uh, I get and it. We got a lot of new, a lot, of, a lot of new patrons. We went straight to the annual tier. They went, they were like, we're not doing this month to month nonsense. Bam, straight annual. Bam. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's. Let's do this. Let's let's start the show as we as we normally do. Philip, are you good to go? Sound of thing them. Let me hear a drum play. Work them, work them, work them, work them. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. We back again. We back proper this time. I know we done left you hanging for a little bit. Apologies. My name is Danny that guy, aka Danos the Mad Titan, aka Denford Wigmaraini, aka Denimbi, my life your entertainment, aka I'm done with these streets. Put me on a bus with my fellow Zimbabwean men's football team baddies as eye candy for the ladies, aka Akuna Mumwendi Danmu. We're gonna we're, we're gonna unpack the thirst of that that little intro. No, no, we have anyway, to. Is here the only the unmistakable, the irrefutable, the unquestionable, the you will see me outsideable every weekend of Bill Phil Child. I give lost the big boss, make pizza P. Aka sex in the lovu. Aka filthy Phil. Aka Phil and Musk, and of course. drinky. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's episode of Two Broke Twimbos. Listen, let me just get this this whole story out of the way because I didn't have it in my talking points, but since we mentioned it already. Um, okay, here's the background, all right? So, some many episodes ago, you may have remember us remembered us talking about the Zimbabwe national men's football team. And mm-hmm. there was a problem. There was a problem, Philip, because we were banned by FIFA. Um... Because of uh, government interference in football and the game, da 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 da. Anyway, we've recently been reinstated. We've had almost a full year of no game, of no professional games, and uh, there was a friendly, I think, like a, a a friendly that was in Botswana, but it doesn't really count. This week we had our first competitive game in almost a year, and uh, Zimbabwe was playing against Rwanda. So the new coach, uh, I forgot his name. Ah, I can't remember what his name is. Anyway, um, he announced his team, and people were like, "Oh snap! He actually got you know some of the Zimbabweans doing it big that we've mentioned on this podcast." Where we're like, "Does he know he's Zimbabwean?" He actually got some of those players to sign up. For example, Jordan Zemura, mm. um, a, a, a defender out. I think he plays for Bournemouth. A um, couple of others, you know, they joined the team. 
So uh, the Zifa official page posted up the team arriving in their team bus in Rwanda for the game. Mm-hmm. They were stepping off the team bus. They were probably coming from the hotel, whatever it is. And the keen-eyed ladies of Zimbabwean Twitter. Uh, they keen-eyed or thirsty? Just hot out. Just suffering. <laughs> thirsty-eyed ladies just started spotting like, yo, are these Zimbabwean men for real? First of all, first of all, first of all, that's a messed up statement. What do you mean? Are you telling me that you're Zimbabwean? You know what? The problem is Zimbabwean women don't appreciate Zimbabwean men. Every they other country. <laughs> do you know what? Actually, I've got a funnier side. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying this to be ironic. And, the, and there's a witness somewhere nearby. So, <laughs> Philip, every <laughs> other country, when they see Zimbabwean men, they're like, okay, okay. But Zimbabwean women, mm. no. No, they don't. So I, I, I bumped into a Zimbabwean woman recently and I was with someone. So I'm <laughs> someone introduced me. Did you say you bumped into and a Zimbabwean then, woman? No, yeah, it's a, I'm, I'm it's a rare occurrence. Yeah, so, okay. So anyway, so 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 someone introduced us. So she then says to the person who introduced us and says, "I don't Zimbabwe And then she's like, "Why are you asking that?" He was like, "Because mm-hmm. it's not local." Uh, <laughs> like, like these international genes. But even then, there, there was there was an example there of women Zimbabwean women showering. Zimbabwean men. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm a proud Zimbabwean man. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, born and bred. Okay. Philip, Philip. Just because I'm... Mm. You know, as you as you know, I married a, a non-Zimbabwean mm. woman. Let me put no, it this I, way. I, this is news to me. I had no idea. We are appreciated out there. Listen, my fine Zimbabwean gentleman, pause. I want to speak to you at the moment. If you seem to be hitting up against a brick wall with your Zimbabwean ladies, and don't get me wrong, I love our Zimbabwean ladies. I, I, I love y'all. I love y'all. And we love you. But sometimes you just don't appreciate us. You know what I'm saying? You want to go after mm. your Nigerians. You want your Nigerian Speaking men. I don't begrudge that. It's just that you do it at the expense of... Mm. And, and that, that video of... Actually, I, I want to play, play that video because they were singing a... They were singing a a war cry as they stepped off the bus. And I think that will make a nice, uh, a nice background for what I'm saying over here. So it's just, uh, you don't know if you can trust uh, Elon Musk's. uh, Here we go. Uh, Right. So, so my fellow Zimbabwean men, if you see that you are heading up against a brick wall with these Zimbabwean women who just don't appreciate you, I can guarantee you that you will be appreciated elsewhere. I mean, you know, after what Q said, pack some roll on, but you will be appreciated. And Philip, did these Zimbabwean women not show their thirst levels? Mm. I'm just saying, you know, men often get thirsty online. It's not a secret. People know that. But let's just say, mm-hmm. The Zimbabwean women's football team pulled up to Rwanda and then they started stepping off the bus. And we started. (laughs) (laughs) Stop laughing. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. And then we noticed that there were some baddies. You know, there was some some eye candy in there. You know, 
I have no doubt that men would also express they're like, oh, wow. But I would like to think that the majority of what we'd see would be, wow, you know, looking good, ladies. Nice stuff, you know. Something <laughs> something with decorum. These of women course, course. Were, were doing the Twitter equivalent of throwing their panties at the bus. I think that that's even light. Uh, they, it's they, embarrassing. They throwing their panties and, show, and showing what, what was left bare. Oh no, I, I didn't finish. The panties. The, the panties were not taken off. They were still they were still being worn as they <laughs> threw them. Hi, ladies. No, no, no. Have some shy, please. Mm. Have some shy. So, so, so it was like a Rikishi <laughs> leg drop in WWE. Just pew, frog splash. That video is approaching five hundred thousand views in Zimbabwe. Just a video of of I, of, of, of our my. my Focused professional Zimbabwean brothers there to do job. <clears throat> it's unfortunate that the reports today were that they were boycotting training because they hadn't received their allowances. But the point is that they were there. Uh, because my Afurana guys, they were like, hey guys, this is in a cloud. We've got some popularity. Let's fight for some rights. See, as you guys kept quiet, they wouldn't realize that they could, they could like, collect a bargaining. No, power. The funny thing is, there's some, there's at least one Premier League player in there, you know what I'm saying? Several championship players. And they're looking around, watching. The, I mean, they're listening to this. <laughs> so, like, if you look at Jordan Zamora, he's looking around, like, what, what the, what the hell is going on? Here? It's a war cry, my friend. Hey, in fact, you just reminded me. There's that kid that plays the Zim, Zim kid, but he's not a Zimbabwean, but his parents are Zimbabwean. That uh, was in the Liverpool Youth League. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Academy. I think it's. He's uh, no, he's not in the squad. He's a he's a youngster. I think the last that we heard. Was that they were they were chasing him? Uh, let me look for his name. Um, oh crap, we spoke about him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, his name is uh, okay. No, my goodness. He's but he's a kid. He's like he's like seventeen or something. So, uh, uh, Isaac Mabaya. That's his name. Oh, there's actually two. The one we spoke about most recently was Trey Nyoni, who's 16. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Trey yes, Nyoni. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, also at Liverpool's Isaac Mabaya, who's slightly older. But uh, yeah. Mabaya, Mabaya. Anyway, let's actually get into our show today. Um, as usual, we want to start off with uh, Zimbabweans doing... Oh, in case you just want a quick update. In the game, uh, Zimbabwe played Rwanda. It ended nil-nil. The next mm. game will be a home game where Zimbabwe hosts Nigeria in Rwanda because none of our stadiums in the country match international standards. So Yeah, we've been bad. Oh, so our new home is Rwanda. Yes. So we're playing our home games in Rwanda. Oh, Kagame, oh, yeah, so that's happening on Friday. So depending on when you listen to this podcast, that game will be played. Maybe then you can pay attention. Ladies, show your support by watching the game. What about that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about Zimbabweans doing it big. Uh, we've got so many Zimbabweans doing it big in the past couple of weeks, but let's focus on a couple of people. First of all, perennial Zimbabwean doing it big alumnus, Munya Chawawa, uh, is, gets a special mention again because he has been announced as the host of the 2023 Rolling Stone UK Awards. Congratulations, my man. Uh, this happening in collaboration with Remy Martin. It will be happening on the 23rd of November. If you have access... Wait, Remy Martin's hosting too? Remy Martin. Look at her. Martin. Remy Martin. Wow. Look. Oh, the oh the, the cognac. The, the cognac. Oh, oh. Is it cognac or brandy? I can't remember. What I, it thought is. I thought you. I thought you were talking about Remy Martin, who's currently seems to be going through a little 
little drama with, with Papoose. I don't know if you've been following the news, Dan. I don't know if that's current. Didn't that happen like several months ago? But anyway, I don't, I haven't really been following Remy Ma and Papoose news, even though that's my, those are my age mates. Anyway, congratulations to Munya Chawawa, such a prestigious hosting gig. Uh, speaking of hosting gigs, anyone but Jimmy Kimmel, come on for, for Oscars. Come on, man. Come on. Munya would have been a great host of the Oscars. Anyway, also shout out to another one we've mentioned several times in the Zimbabweans doing it big. Shout out to people who are doing it big, 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 big. Vika Tivu, uh, who has moved her child's rights activism to the international stage. She's been invited by Gucci to the 2023 Art and Film Ooh. Gala. And uh, she will be representing Zimbabwe out there in Hollywood. Uh, so congratulations. Uh, she was there with uh, Yara Shahidi. Of blackish slash grownish. Mm, okay, yes. She's she's got uh, she's got uh, yeah. She she even posted pictures with Billie Eilish, who and and you guys deserve this because we've been away so long. I've decided to bring back white people business, Philip. Got a very juicy juicy story. Get into it. And then finally, we want to give another huge congratulations to Zimbabwean doing it big, Brooke Brooke Jackson, who was. In the top 10 of the Miss Universe pageant Voices for Change. Now, as we were discussing this in our Patreon group, if you want to join the Patreon, twobroketimbles.com forward slash donate. Just $5 a month and we'll add you to the WhatsApp group. It's not spammy, I promise. It's great conversations in there. Anyway, the question was raised, what does this mean? Well, <laughs> I, did, I did a little bit of reading. Turns out <laughs> the, the main game is... <clears throat> Miss Universe. But I do know there's a mini game where if you enter through a portal, you can get into the mini game where you try to score a certain amount of points. So the mini game mm-hmm. within Miss Universe is called mm-hmm. Voices for Change. So in this mini oh, okay. game, she scored top 10. How many gems is that worth? That's a good question. Now, I don't know how, it, how much it counts towards the overall game, but in the mini game, she's top 10 and you know, her and the other people who were announced as top 10 also seemed very emotional when they announced, ah, oh, there was a cool video of, ah, oh, and Zimbabwe, Miss Brooke, Z- sorry, Zimbabwe, Miss Brooke, Brooke Jackson. Yay. So, yeah. Did you see how introducing herself? Why was she shouting so loud? Like, she, there was a microphone. Philip, like, we haven't been at Miss Universe in seven years. <laughs> We've forgotten some of the rules. <laughs> okay. So, so just to clarify, so she's in a mini game. She might win the mini game, or she's in the top ten of the mini game. She's going to get some gems. So these gems will they give an extra life in the main game? Probably. She, she I mean, let's boss. put it this way: it it both. I think the the final is. I think it's next week. I believe it's next week. It mm. bodes well that she's doing well in the mini game. The mini game is called <clears throat> Voices for Change. Top ten. Remember, there's a hundred mm. plus countries competing, so it's dope that she. And I think it was about uh, what are you doing or what would you do to help people? Blah 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 type of thing. And she she comported herself mm. well, spoke very well, nice. intelligently well, educated. You know what I'm saying? So congratulations no, to Miss Brooke, Brooke Jackson. But when we're done giving her pum-pums, remind me, you need to come back to this topic. There's something I want to bring up, but let's let's continue. That's it. I mean, I'm done. Let's, let's get into it. Let's, let's hear that. Let, this is supposed let to be me air, I, I, I need to air gap it so that people don't think I'm, 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 so, I'm thinking that it's all done. Let me just air gap the segment. Right, there we go. So we've so given her props, finished, mm-hmm. and we've and we've air gapped it. Now we're moving on. So, yes. So, um, 
one of the reasons why we didn't have an episode last week is apologies. Um, immediately, literally like immediately after Jameson Connects, uh, I was helping with um, taking down the stuff that I immediately had to go to Joburg because I'd, I'd work in Joburg. And so, and I, when I packed, I didn't pack my equipment. Plus also I wasn't sure when I was coming back. And then the night I flew back is the night we normally record. So uh, it just didn't work out. Um, <clears throat> but one of the, the things that I noticed on my trip is I'm at the airport. And I think there's a Miss Teen universe or, or Miss World Teen or some sort of pageant involving um, teenage models mm-hmm. or beauty queens. Because Miss Teen South Africa was in the airport with her family and she had a sash and everything. But she was also very clearly a teen. You know what I mean? And she was dressed very skimply. Like, but, but as you'd expect a beauty queen to dress, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, like Tyler, but then like with heels and stuff. And so like, I think there was going to be a photo opportunity before she went off, blah, blah, blah. No, it's just like... Okay, so how old is Miss Teen Universe? Is she like... 18 or is I, I, she like I don't know but 13. she looked she looked young I think she she looked like O level she looked like O level age which is very tall um but then I was just I was just watching obviously not being weird or anything I was just like watching because we were on the escalator together so like, yeah, there's no way guys, there's no way to say there was this skimpily dressed teen and I was just watching her not in a weird way so just <laughs> find <laughs> another way to phrase yeah. what you're talking you know, yeah, yeah. anyway as as I gazed upon the YouTube <laughs> <laughs> professionally <laughs> yeah no no it was i was just like yo i know i know we've had like um a rolling discussion about beauty pageants and whatnot but like yo. if you're an adult i have no problem with you competing in a beauty pageant but i was like yo these teen beauty pageants brah mm, that was my child i was just like yo i'm, I'm sending my child to, to pedophile heaven like can you imagine i like because who's attending these events? I want to know. Like, I want to know who's buying tickets to watch teenagers <laughs> walk up and down the runway. That I is, need to know. Because that's, that's weird. Like, that's of all the weird bad. things that exist on the internet and, and the black web and, and Reddit that get banned, why does this allow to be exist? Because, fam, like, anyone with common sense would just connect those. Like, I know, but guys, for sure, we're making it really easy for these creeps right now, bro. Okay, listen. <laughs> FBI, hooks, ZRP, Special unit, whoever's listening. Free tip. If anyone buys a ticket to Miss Teen Universe or Miss Teen World. And their child isn't competing. It's not their child. And your child is not in there. I think you can just straight away. You don't even have to investigate. Just arrest. You'll find (laughs) them. They will figure it out later. Yeah, you'll find them. Because what are you doing? Just dab them all up. Just this bulk, just en masse, just just hoard them into the back of the paddy wagon. <laughs> just take them to Central and then figure it out. Because <laughs> it's so like, and now now my brain is now my brain has gone off left. Like now I'm I'm processing it. I don't. Really, but actually, but for real, bro, why would like why would you care about what? It, let's say there's no let's let's say there's no like. Um, um, swimwear section, you know, nothing creepy, nothing weird, but even just going to watch a child speak about or try to speak about geopolitics and then model in clothes and then wear a tie, and then it's just I don't get it. The, like it's the, just weird. Only the only way it makes sense is if it's your family, like direct, not even like cousin, auntie, what it's direct family, as in either you're the parents or the siblings. 
right? And if you're the sibling, you are probably, well, I mean, one, two, you're age appropriate. So fellow 17 year olds or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like when you, perfect example then, you've touched on it perfectly. Guys, when we had variety shows in high school, please tell me which adults were there that weren't related to you. There we go. Because essentially that's what it is. A beauty pageant is a high school variety show with a very strict variety. The only third exception I would allow, or yeah, am I saying allow? The only third exception I think is not weird is only women. If you were once uh, in those kind of competitions and it's now something that maybe you enjoy, I don't know how, but you enjoy. No, it. no. Why you, Why would you be attending? You'd be outside the doors warning these children yeah. and parents like, no, <laughs> don't no. do it. Save yourself. All right. Hey, uh, at this stage of the podcast, we normally discuss uh, some follow-up from our last episode, things we want to give more info to, if there's new information, anything that we might have discussed in the last episode. Now, listen, uh, you may know that we've missed the past couple of episodes. And even where we did put out an you episode, week, Dan. Uh, it was one that we had recorded earlier. So listen, our apologies. As we said, we did try our best to give you some content, but uh, we we had a very hectic couple of weeks. And uh, But we're, we're in somewhat normalcy now. It's still hectic. <laughs> what do you mean, Dan? I've got two campaigns. Yeah. No, but uh, Philip, compared to... Philip, what time were we sleeping? I, 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 I know that, that those weeks were tough. <laughs> But anyway, um, w- weren't they fun? D- didn't didn't you have fun? Though? I had fun. It was fun. Actually, it was cool to put something together that actually, you know, and it was touch and go for a while there. But we'll get into it. But uh, we are here now, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you very much for bearing with us. And obviously, in the time that we didn't discuss it, a lot of stuff happened, and uh, we didn't get. We're we're not going to touch on every single thing, but there's a couple of things that we can talk about. Uh, I don't know. You want to talk about Soldier Boy? What? I don't know why that's. Oh, 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 okay. I actually do have a comment. So, I mean, it was funny when it happened. Yeah, but, but, yeah. J Cole did an interview with Lil Yari. He made a comment about Soldier Boy. In in essence, he was bigging up Soldier Boy. Yeah, Soldier Boy being Soldier Boy took it as an insult and then went on a tirade on his social media. And the funniest part about all this, like all this, is just ridiculous. But the funniest part about all this is on his live, Nicki Minaj joins his live. Now, if you've been following the news recently, Nicki Minaj also hasn't been the voice of reason. It's common sense or just normalcy for a while. But Nicki Minaj is like, baby, listen to what he's saying. He's actually giving up. He's being up. And then someone's like, no, no, man, he hate on me. Why I put my name as well? Like, babe, he's not insulting you. He's actually saying you were number one at the time. You were making the hits. Word? No, no, he wasn't saying that. I think he was hating. And she goes on, like, talking him down on this clip calmly, intelligently, until he finally comes to reason. If Nicki Minaj is the voice of reason, something's going on. And the the Hulk has become Bruce Banner. He's like, baby, take what's picking you up. And he's like, oh, word. Ah, man, shout out to him that I'm going to hit him up. And as Dan just rightly said, I was like, soldier boy, if Nicki Minaj is having an Instagram live with another rapper, and she comes off as a mature, nurturing, sensible, almost mother mentor figure. Some reflection is needed. You know what I mean? Just a little introspection. Just to slow down and ask yourself, where have we gone? But anyway, that's my that's my comment on the Soldier Boy story. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about uh, something that we spoke about uh, a while back. We were very excited about the very 
very relevant the baby concert that was scheduled for Oh damn I for one was looking forward to dancing along um <laughs> to um rock rock star I'm on the moon, I'm on. Malone I'm on. Oh yeah yes rock yes 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 this morning moon I'm on boom 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 that one that, that was going to be when the when the wind went boom 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 wait boom. wait there's another one there wait there's another boom, one no, that's not the baby. There's only Dua Lipa. He's, he's got only Dua Lipa. That's just before the cancelling. The, the, <laughs> you know let, let, Ah, you know what? Let, let's play a fun game. Okay, wait, hold yeah, on. A fun I game saw, I saw the funniest <laughs> tweet today and it's so stupid. So one of these Stan accounts mm-hmm. posted a picture of Dua Lipa and the caption was just Dua Lipa. And then someone quoted that and said an Italian PE teacher teaching you how to do long jump. <laughs> just to do a leap just to do a leap I, I cracked myself up for like five minutes looking at that <laughs> people are funny man you guys are funny Yo, anyway yes yeah, sorry go <laughs> oh, oh you know this episode is all over the show do you want to hear another funny story let's see so I'm at dinner I'm at dinner last night and there's um, there's actually a very there's a bunch of actually very VIPs that I'm not going to mention at this table I only recognize them later and a conversation is happening with someone who seems to be very famous in, in the entertainment industry. We don't figure out who. Because they were discuss like, it got to a point in the night where people were just asking, so have you met Mick Jagger? Have you met Rod Stewart? Have you met uh, this person? And it was just weird. Like, but it was a, clearly this person has some clout because as he was sitting down, he was telling a story. And then the punchline to the story was, so next time, so ne- he asked me, so next time, are you going to bring Dua Lipa? <laughs> As the table erupts, so like once again, you know, damn, you know, maybe, maybe they were negotiating the, the party connections. I mean, the arrival of the baby. Yeah. Well. Well. Anyway, so Raw Entertainment, uh, the esteemed organization. No, Dan. We, wait, Dan. We're about to play a game. Jeez, Louise. Dan. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay, let's hear the game. Okay, I have queued up some of the biggest songs from the baby. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to sajam them. I'm actually. I want you to give us your best effort. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't do this with comedy. Okay, Dan, I want to be serious here. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to play you the first 10 seconds of some of these songs and I want you to name them and keep, guys at home, why don't you keep the score? Let's play the game. Hold on, I'm loading it up. Let's go here. This is the second most popular song. Yes. Okay, Dan, what's the name of that song? Well, that's not fair. That was that was clearly the DJ edit with the sixteen bar run up. I need you to play the the original mm. song. No, I am playing these songs as they appear on Apple Music in terms of popularity. Okay, twenty so seconds. First ten seconds of the song. Let's do twenty seconds. <laughs> okay, I'll give you ten more seconds. This is actually a layup because it's not his song. He's featuring on the song. Still. Okay, Dan. You had 20 seconds? Give me the name. Is that the one with Dua Lipa? <laughs> nope. That is The Night by Pop Smoke featuring the baby. So um, look at you disrespecting a dead man. Okay, yeah. let's go to the next one. Okay, I mean, this is easy. Rockstar. 
Okay, I was, I was asking, is Miriam Miriam your final answer? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's another one. Still, boy, baby, do a leap and make them dance when it come on. Everybody looking for a dance floor to run on. If you want to run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you for a ride. I had a premonition that we fell into the music. Lay up. Lay up. Easy peasy lemon. This is the one with Dua Lipa. No, what's the name, Dad? I, I would like the name of the song. Philip. I can't name a single Dua Lipa song at my big age. Not even one. I can't so even... Just, if she was standing clarify. in front of me, I wouldn't be able to point her out. I just know she's a huge pop star. So I can't give okay, you the name. So just, just to clarify, just to clarify, the station manager for the biggest commercial radio station in Zimbabwe cannot name a radio darling. Not one song from a radio I, darling. I can, I can name you Zimbabwean radio darlings. Maybe even African radio darlings. I don't care about... <laughs> about International America, what's America ever done for us? Shout out to the US Embassy for hosting us for the Kizazimoto premiere today. Thank you very much for inviting me. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. So right now we are one for three. One for three. Let's go to the next one. Okay, wait, I know this song. You know everybody been waiting on that baby, man. I mean it like ever since baby on baby drop me ever right. since baby you on know, baby oh, drop drop shit let's go ha i needed some shit with some bobby let's go i flew past the whip with that blunt in my mm-hmm. okay this was a very popular tiktok one mhm i need the name i don't i don't need its backstory i don't need its bio i just know its name broadway wrong bop okay let's go to the next one Who you a fool for this? Who you a fool for this? Oh Lord, Jesse made another one. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just had a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want. Good, good. Play if you want, let's do it. Huh? I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. The first Shug. nigga. Shug. Mmm. <laughs> so, you know, I have two. Two out of six so far. <laughs> I was like, I swear I know this. And then he said the name of it. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, let's go to the last one. Let's try this. This is the last one. <laughs> that is my oh my <laughs> by Camille Carbio. Okay. Wasn't she also problematic? Anyway. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't So anyway, anyway, so so just so we could recap, these are the songs that we'd be singing along frantically and at the top of our lungs <laughs> had the concert gone ahead. But sadly it's 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 been cancelled. Dan, tell us more. So, look, I mean, the show had initially been slated for September and then it was pushed back to sometime this month in November. And then uh, they put out a statement on their Instagram basically saying that uh, they had done some uh, market research and they had concluded that the Zimbabwean market is currently not ready. I quote, the Zimbabwean market is currently not ready to host such an internationally acclaimed artist. The findings from our market research highlighted certain challenges that would have compromised the overall success of the event. So, yeah, unfortunately. Just, please, please can you hear me that sentence again about market research? Please just, I missed that. Sorry, my network was breaking. 
The findings from our market research highlighted certain challenges that would have compromised the overall success of the event. Now, now I'm no expert, but I, I kind of a little bit of a little bit of an expert, like a little expert. I mean, I'm no a little bit, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, and you know, if if I, like if 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 a client came to me, you know, what I'm saying like I, I'm I'm not here to question how people operate their business. Because obviously, you know, they've got a lot of success where they're at and shout out to them. More praise to you. But like, if, if I had a client, um, I would advise them to do market research before paying the deposit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just a heads up. This reminds me, okay, this actually reminds me, I don't know if I can speak. Ah, I just will. You know what? I'll, I'll talk about it. Someone approached me. Exclusive, 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 exclusive. Someone approached me because they wanted to bring Lala Hathaway to Zimbabwe. That was my response. But like you said, you know, I don't want to come across as if I'm ignorant. Maybe it's, you know, maybe this is someone really popular that just, you know how there's some things that just skip your consciousness. You know what I mean? Then everyone would just be shocked. Like, you don't know Lala Hathaway? So I was like, hold Mm -hmm. on, let me do my market research. So I did a quick Google. I was like, okay, vaguely. Okay, actually, now that you mention it, she was an R&B singer like back in the 90s. Um, no major hits or anything, but I like I listened to some songs and I was like, I do kind of remember this. So my feedback was, listen, if you're bringing Lala Hathaway, it's for a very intimate hundred or two hundred people event because the majority of people won't know her. She has five hundred thousand followers on Instagram. How dare! Now I could be wrong. If you're listening to this right now and you're a huge Lala Hathaway fan. Please do let me know that perhaps my market research was uh, not sufficient. Oh, she's to- she's touring with Robert Glasper. Oh, nice. See, if you're bringing Robert Glasper, that's a whole other and and no no shade whatsoever to Lala Hathaway. Um, I'm sure she had quite some success in the American audience, but she never really reached Sim like that. Is my general overall uh, results of my research. Your hateration in the holleration. I mean, I, but I did go through like listening to a couple of songs. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. This is kind of nice. Anyway, um, going back to this Da Baby show, uh, look, right from the get go, anyone could have told you that that was not going to be a good show here. The only way it was. No, uh, no, no, Dan, wait. No, no, let's not speak hypothetical. When it was announced on this very podcast, yep. we were like, guys, what is happening? There's only one scenario that I think it would work. And I discussed this with uh, Tatenda G. Shout out Tatenda G. Because we were discussing. Uh, he called us out as a podcast, by the way. And we may as well address it here. So he says, I was listening to Two Broke Twimbos. And after the uh, Fiesta Fiesta show, Casper and Yovesta, Nasty C, amazing performers. I was expecting the two of you, Dan and Phil, as people who know hip hop, to give a true and accurate reckoning of the Zimbabwean hip hop performers. So like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And he says, those were mid performances, bro. Like, of course, the crowd responded and so on, but compare those artists, even the huge artists, Holy Ten and Volts who performed, compare them to Nasty C and Casper in your vest. Like, I mean, come on, man. No, I thought you guys were going to be honest. You guys just went on the podcast and you were like, oh, no, it was great. Oh, those guys were lovely. Oh, people love them. Oh, and I was like, okay, first of all, to be fair, on the podcast, <laughs> none of us said 
the performances were amazing. <laughs> no, we did not. We just carefully chose our words. We just said and we, shared positive we enjoyed the event. People responded to the artists and it was nice to see them. That's what we said. But since we have a listener who wanted me to be honest, I'll be honest. Yes, our Zimbabwean hip-hop performers are not yet great live. The only exception I'll give of Okay, apart from like back in the day, Anna Junior Brown, Ten Diamond, etc., who really worked on their craft. I'm talking about now, the current crop of Zim hip hop artists. The only one that I've seen who I will say, man, this person is dope live is ASAF. Um, everyone else, I will say some are better than others and some are not bad, but in general, they're not great. And this is what I explained to Tatenda and everyone else who's wondering. Yo, most of these guys got hot like in the last three years. You know what I'm saying? Like Anna, Anna, Holy Ten and Vaults only really started popping like during COVID, bro. They didn't, they didn't have live performances. You only get good at live performances when you do them. Like you're performing every week, every week you're performing. You're getting better at your craft. You're getting better at stage management, at breath management, at, at crowd management, at every, you know, energy, all of that. You, you it takes you got to put your 10,000 hours in and most of these guys are not yet even at 100 hours, let alone 10,000 hours. So cut them some slack. There's no need to try and compare. We can't compare. Look, I'm sorry. I love, I love where Zim Hip Hop is right now, but I can't compare Baga to Nasty C. I can't because Nasty C has, has been booked. I don't know how many performances Baga has done. I'll be shocked if I need more than two hands to count the number of performances. I'm talking about in front of crowds. I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if Baga has more than 10 live performances in front of crowds that he's been paid for. Dan, Dan Baga is doing a lot. That Baga is... I know. He's probably Baga doing is dope. Weeks. His music is dope. He's at a stage... No, I'm talking about performance. I'm talking about performances, but I, I yeah. see your point, but I think the thing you're overlooking is... You're right. Just to say, by the way, there's a, and we'll play during the music segment, there's, there's a Baga song that is, it's become such an earworm for me. I just be walking around singing that song. Love it. Love it. But my point is, these guys haven't had a chance to work on their craft. And yes, we should, to a certain extent, hold them accountable. Like, listen, man, you got to be professional. You got to arrive on time, which is a whole other story. I mean, we spoke about it on the podcast that we were dealing with hip hop artists. It was a little bit difficult, but you know, it is what it is. Yes, be professional. Take it seriously. Uh, do sound check. Do rehearsal. Uh, rehearse multiple times. Make sure you get your everything dope. Don't don't just sing along to a backtrack. Either have the performance track or get a band or what. It, like work towards that. Absolutely, we should hold people accountable. But I don't like this stuff. Will come after a while, man. It will take it will take a while for them to learn it. So I am willing to extend a little bit of grace. So to answer your question, Tatenda G, when you asked, yes. Yes, we did not specifically mention that they were, the performances weren't, like, you know, they didn't really grab the crowd and hold on to them. And, they, you know, they, they just kind of like jumped around and put up a lot of energy and shouted over their backtracks. You know what I'm saying? Which is like, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know? but anyway, yeah, Phil, so, what were you about to say? I was going to say, though you're right, I think you also, like you touched on it later, was, you're discounting the cost it takes to become a good performer. Yeah. No, no. A lot of these artists can't afford DJs. They can't afford DJs with controllers. They can't afford to get the mixes. They can't afford to 
rehearsal practice because I need access to mics and a desk and so forth. So they just aren't there. Like we touched on it on that episode. We just maybe, maybe the way we, we referenced it, which was also, we weren't just trying to put people's business. Yeah, out there. we were being a bit positive. You know what I mean? When I said, yo, shout out to DJ Irock, he saved the show. The backstory there is, Oli Tin's DJ was there on stage, but because the control he uses doesn't have XLR, he uses an RCA, the sound technicians were struggling to connect it because they needed an adapter. So after about five minutes of trying to figure this out, iRock walked on stage with his controller, connected his laptop, and just started running through the Holy Ten set. I don't know how many times iRock has DJed for Holy Ten, but let's just say that was an off-the-cuff performance, just for the mere fact that he happened to have those songs queued up and available and to perform with Holy Tin was incredible. Mm. Because had he not done that, there would have been no Holy Tin performance or it would have been severely delayed. So that's another factor. Like Because these guys don't have access to their controller, they're unable to deliver a quality performance. And I, I do think there's an opportunity for even those without access to all this equipment to still deliver good performances. But the audience, the crowd aren't demanding it yet. Well, they're not holding them accountable. And until they realize, yo, I need to up my game because my fans aren't responding anymore, it's going to continue. That's super valid. And actually, I, will, I, would, I would stand on that as well, that it's of equal blame as the artists for the quality of the music or the quality of performances out now is the consumer. Are you, are you, if you're a fan of hip hop, are you paying for the shows? Are you paying for the music? Are you buying the albums? Are you streaming? Are you buying the merch? Are you supporting financially? Because then they have the resources to work on their craft. So I, I know Zim is tough, man. I, I was looking at some very sobering statistics about the percentage of people with disposable income and whatever, whatever, man, Zim is in a rough spot right now. So I get it. But if you have that $1, are you able to use that $1 to buy merch, buy a CD if they're selling CDs? Or if you have a streaming platform, are you streaming on the platforms where they'll get paid out of? Or are you paying that $5 or the $10 to attend a show where your favorite artist is performing? Because that's how they get, that's how they get it. So support your artist with money, then they have money to invest in their craft. Conversely, don't support if you don't like it. Because that then almost forces them to improve so that they can get the money. It's just that right now, the money is coming not from directly from audiences. It's coming from other places. So I feel like the whole ecosystem is a little bit out of sync and out of whack because if you're, if you're getting that brand new car, not from the quality of your craft, maybe it doesn't, you know, it doesn't push you or motivate you in the same way. I don't know. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Speaking yeah. of uh, uh, um, hip hop, what do you think of uh, Ti getting onto an Ama Piano song? To be fair, I haven't actually heard it. It's actually kind of like it's not. It's not amazing, but I mean, I was, I was, you know, you know that Jay Z meme of of bopping your head to it. I was like, okay, all right, yeah. Let me cue it up. While you speak about it, yeah, let me cue it up. So tell me, tell me, tell me about it. What do you think about it? 
So here's the full story. So uh, as you know, American rapper T.I. Um, has uh, quite a following, etc., etc. Well, he put out a song. Uh, on that song, it's featuring Camon Pela and it's on an Amapiano beat. It's called Vacay. It dropped this month, uh, a couple of weeks ago now. And it's it's basically, a, it's an Amapiano beat and T.I. is rapping over it and, and Camon Pela is on it as well. Excuse me. Um, so, I mean... I don't believe it's going to be a smash hit for him or anything like that, but it obviously makes, it's a big deal for, for new audiences consuming Amapiano. Um, Cause now, now it's a big deal in the U S and that's not even discussing how Tyler has blown up and, and doing her things in the U S. Um, and now there's TI on an Amapiano song. It's, it's dope. But then at the same time, there are some people who are a little bit upset because they feel like, no, this is not how Amapiano is supposed to sound. Da, 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 da. So here we go. Okay, Krims, good luck cleaning that up. But yeah, well, that's a jam. <laughs> that's a jam. I like that. I like that. It's kind of a and like you listen to it, it's like I don't know. Somehow rap goes well with the with the with the I don't know the the, the tempo of the beat and everything. But yeah, so I mean, that's it. That's the whole story. So the debate is obviously ah, uh, some people feel like no co-opting the sound. That's not what it's supposed to sound like. Leave it to the real I'm a piano artist or whatever. But nah, man. I mean, come on. You know? Then where did you get it's, your sources? Why is it your quotes always from dumb people? Phil, think about the average intelligence of the world. <laughs> Half of people are below that. We can't ignore such a big, a big group of people. <laughs> You're not a nice person. <laughs> anyway, so, I mean, obviously, obviously, if you don't like it, cool, don't listen to it. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with someone getting onto a sound, someone else outside of your culture getting onto a sound. And T.I., he got, he got South Africans to make the song for him. He got, um, who produced it, actually? He got uh, Champuru Makenzo to produce it and obviously Kamon Pela uh, to feature on the track. So. I mean, he's getting onto an SA sound. Do you want it to just only South Africans are allowed to do? Like, come on, man. Obviously. Mm. Like, yeah, and it was dope and it's different and I like it. I don't think it's going to be a smash hit or anything, but I think it's pretty dope. I'll put that on my playlist. Do you think like there's, there's, there's but, a possibility uh, that because Nasty sees well, spent so much time in LA with T.I.'s son, mm. the T.I.'s son got put onto my piano by Nasty C. And then T.S. was playing on my piano for his dad in the house. And I was like, oh, snap, what's the sound, man? What you sound like? Your this rambunctious sound coming out of your speakers is delectable to my ears. 
I need you to get me that producer expectations. <laughs> um, it's possible, but I think it's probably more likely label stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's cool. Don't, hey, don't try to gatekeep the sound. It's fine. It's all good. Mm. Speaking of Americans getting in Africans' business. <laughs> There's a very famous American YouTuber. I've, probably the most I've never seen American. white people so angry in my life, yo. <laughs> so, Mr. Beast is probably the most famous YouTuber in the world, right? Um, he consistently gets tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of views on his videos. And he does extremely over-the-top videos. Uh, if you don't know about him, congratulations on your um, very, I guess, positive and great life but most of you will probably know about mr beast so uh in one of his very recent videos he basically put out a video where he built 100 wells across africa the idea is to bring water to very disadvantaged communities this always brings out something very weird in people a lot of people who believe that you shouldn't show when you're doing charity for people which is if you have that personal opinion great Personally, if I, if I was doing something nice, I wouldn't take a video to post on my Instagram unless I felt like it. But it's not your TV show. But that doesn't. But his sh- hmm? that's his show. It, the premise of his show. Yes, I know. I know. That's my point. Like, that's that's how he that's how he can afford to do it. Like, I don't understand how you have a problem with that. It's okay to say personally, I wouldn't do it. That's what I mean. It's okay to say personally, I wouldn't want to take a video, and that's fine. But there's absolutely. Would you just rather that people didn't have water or they didn't get the charity? That's that's a better option. Like, Anyway, the point is, he put out this video and there's a bunch of different communities across Africa, very uh, um, at risk and, uh, what's the word? Um, vulnerable communities that he was able to assist with uh, putting up these wells. So one of the places was in Zimbabwe. He went to, a, 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 I think it was a clinic or a hospital that had to go far away to get water. And he was able to put down a, a, a borehole close to the clinic. He obviously hired a local contractor. Who knows how much he paid them. That must have been a funny discussion over there. But anyway, they were able to open up this borehole. And you know, he does in a very entertaining and very over-the-top way and blah, 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 blah. So, it's so funny that the narrative that has come out after this video came out. Mm-hmm. Where some people feel that... He was perpetuating stereotypes. Mm. Fair. Unfortunately, there are communities in Africa that don't have access to clean water. So I don't believe you, my brother. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is it a stereotype if it's true? Yes. So what's the problem? So there's that. But the second more funnier thing is some people feel that he was showing up local governments. <laughs> Spotlighting the failures of local governments and putting himself forward as some kind of white savior because you can't do this for yourself. Disgusting. Well, I mean, (laughs) if the shoe fits... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what's the problem <laughs> I don't see the problem what's the problem I don't see nothing wrong <laughs> with a little water wow 
Listen, 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 listen. Hey, white people are not actually African. Um, the only people in Africa who would complain about this are the people who should have done it. The beneficiaries of the wells, which add up to uh, almost 500,000 people across Africa who now have access to clean drinking water that they did not have before, I can guarantee you that they are very happy with what has happened. Someone came and at no cost to them, provided them with clean drinking water in exchange for appearing in a YouTube video. Uh, I think there's other things to worry about. Was there a pro-Palestine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Dan, just to confirm, where were you coming from before this recording? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not promoting anything. Once again, I want to thank the U.S. Embassy for hosting me at the premiere of the Kizazimu. <laughs> but anyway, the point is, the point is, Thank you very much, white people, for your concern. But this particular instance is, guys, how? I don't understand. Why is this so complicated? People didn't have water. They now have free water for the low, low price of appear in Mr. Beast's video. I mean, do you think people are like, no, I shall not drink. I refuse to drink this blood water. This is, this is, Dirty, dirty blood water. YouTube? <laughs> Over my dead body, I'd rather die. So what tri- what tribe is that man from? Just to confirm. Like, what tribe is, is that? <laughs> it's clearly Uganda, Philip. <laughs> anyway. So, no, I was going to say, so, they, they, it, it is somewhat a complex issue because um, I think there are dangers and there are risks with, with providing aid in a blanket form across Africa. I think water is such a universal need that it kind of makes sense. Um, There were people that were talking about how like anecdotally there was, excuse me, there were organizations that would go to rural villages and like give them water. But the women of this village would use the time to go to and from the the well as as a communal time to like talk, share, like build community amongst themselves. And it also gave them time away from their husbands. And then because the well is now closer, they're now spending more time with their husbands and they had lost that opportunity to converse because like in some of these rural areas, it's very patriarchal. So like the only time you can get outside the house is when you have to do some form of labor. So if you're walking to the well, you at least get some time with your girls. But because now they were so close to home, they were locked, pretty much trapped in the house for a longer time with their husbands who they clearly didn't like. Shout out to them. Uh, and hopefully they have a happy marriage. But so what they did is they broke the well that was near them so they could continue going back to the, 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 the well furthest away from them. And though that is a legitimate concern, especially if there's domestic violence involved. But as Dan mentioned, I think the, the net positive is so large or rather the gross positive impacts so many people in such a positive way I think I'm willing to excuse whatever negatives come from it because what is a universal need? It's not like he's going out and handing out PlayStations. If he, if he gave 10,000 people PlayStations in Africa, I'd have questions. But water? 
you get a pass. But even then, Philip, even then, you know what? Okay, so it's not like if you watch the video of which I did, it's not like he had an. It's not like he was pushing an agenda, and to to for him to push this agenda, I'm what? No him. regime change agenda. His whole his whole thing was just putting, and his thing was we tried to find these communities, and you may nitpick and say maybe others were more deserving or whatever, but that's. But Yo, also, like the, the logistics of that are so impressive. How did he like find a hundred communities? Like how did he, like the logistics of just finding a hundred people or finding hundred villages yeah. and then organizing contracts around those hundred? Like shout out to Mr. Bay's team is crazy, but those guys are working. That is that is an insane amount of work, background work. just to get that thing. It, it's honestly very impressive. But in in my mind, I'm thinking, you rock up, you ask the people there, what do you need? All right, here's some money. Would you prefer that he gave the local governments so that they can then uh, implement? So he gives it as a donation. Mm-hmm. That's what he should have done. <laughs> this is sitting on 106 million views. Jeez. This guy just, this guy, this guy does more numbers than TV. Jeez, please. Yeah, no, my, my man is getting more, probably more views than anything in the history of mankind, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. You probably gaff it. <laughs> Unless, hmm, wait. Communist Party in China's state <laughs> TV. No, but remember, Mr. Beast also does these same videos in multiple languages. So, Philip, the Zimbabwe Hip Hop Awards <laughs> nominees are out. So, what a, what a segue, Dan. That was smooth. Like, it's almost like we've been doing this for years. I know, man. I'd I, I be doing this. They call me Mr. Smooth. <laughs> Peanut butter. Um... This is this is very interesting because I was in a in a space on Twitter yesterday, mm-hmm. hosted by none other than local music expert Dennis. <laughs> yo, Tama, 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 Tama. I'm all over the show, but yo, Dennis, Dennis, um, if you hear this, my oh, man, no, no but, wait, hold on, no, before you no, say uh, what you're about, so to say, wait, no, I have, say, I have to say, I have to say, I have to say, Dennis, Dennis, man, like, like, shout out to you, man, you're doing your thing, but also. <laughs> Lazo <laughs> um, as a grown man, you can't you, you you can't be dancing on stage. Well, Tammy said her age. Oh, Tammy, fam, you're too old. <laughs> so I had this conversation with my wife, actually. <laughs> and she was like, well, what's the problem?" I was like, "I mean, I'm come on." It's like, "No, what if he's a fan of Tammy?" I'm like, "I know he's a fan of Tammy, That's but not the point, my man." Like, <laughs> That's not the point. That, that, that video now exists I know he's in the fan. world. Like it's 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 out there for it's wide it's it's, it's circulated widely now, Dennis. Anyway, anyway, that's a whole other story. So it's it's just a side joke that I've been having with Dennis that you know Dennis is now viewed as the as the the central voice of hip hop in Zimbabwe. I was like, hey, no, shout out to you for making that happen, man. But anyway, so I was in the space, and the the whole purpose of the space was discussing the the nominees for the Zimbabwe Hip Hop Awards, which had just been released. So let me just quickly go over them and you'll see a couple of things in there. First of all, in fact, let me just go over the nominees first. So Best Male, there's Bling 4, Holy 10, Baga, Saint Flo, K-Flo, Peels, and Mlu J. Best Female, Noluntu J, Young Gemini, Natasha Moose, and Assorted. Best Collaboration, uh, Six The Law featuring King Massey, Magitare, OCD with Amaiwe. Uh, Brucella with King Remix featuring ASAF, Indigo Saint, Muse, Luminous, K Breezy, Masistos, Boy Tricky with Jekudad, Jekudad featuring Major, R Peels, Michael Bella, and Dingo Duke. 
RPLs with gold. We spoke about gold a couple of weeks ago. You might remember that featuring K-Flow and Seven Cadre. Bling 4, Shiringai Nawe featuring a false JT. Shiringai Nawe, which I kind of like that song. Mm. Uh, Malcolm Mufunde, congrats, my G, uh, with Gems featuring Raycaz, Cynic, Indigo Sate, and Mile. Yo, Raycaz is a beast, yo. Anyway, uh, Holy Ten and Michael Mags with Mututra and uh, Volts JT and Nati O with Makuruan. Best hip-hop group, uh, OCD, Domage and Dingo Duke, Malcolm Mufunde and Yard Universe, Killer Mall, Holy Ten and Michael Mags. Uh, best, pro- best producer, Naspa Incoming, Nag Beats, Boy Tricky, Vince Good Beats, Pro G is the name, as well as Six the Law. Best newcomer, Blink 4, Virus ZW, Bagger, K Flow, OCD, Brusella. Yo, that one's going to be tough, eh? K Flow for me, but Bagger and Blink 4 have very solid, solid cases. I mean, and, you know, uh, OCDs are my way is a big tune, but anyway. Uh, best brand doesn't matter. Best album, uh, Malcolm Mufunde and Cynic, dope album. Uh, Holy Ten and Michael Mags, um, several others as well. Cool. Best Diaspora, shout out to Cynic, Mlu J, Chief Chino, Don Dada, Dimitri and the Scarecrow, Neville Sikauke. Best Radio DJ, shout out to Lady K and PD the Ghost, DJ Mambo at UZ Radio, Squatta at Capitalk and DJ Mox at Star FM. Uh, let's see. Let me skip some of these. Best alternative is interesting. Joy Rukanza, Saint Flo, Banshee, Domage, and Dingo Duke and Baga. Mm. It's wild to me that Saint Flo and Baga are listed as, as best alternative. But anyway, online media. Once again, Philip, we are not there. What? Dan, we are not nominated at the Zimbabwe Awards. It's 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 almost like we've never had any issues with the organizers whatsoever. Song of the year. Holy Ten Delilah. Mm. K-Flow Mfanawepa Jecha. Yeah. Baga with Geba. Tune. OCD with Amaiwe. Already those four solid contenders. <laughs> Six the Law with my guitar. In my opinion, like I've heard that song. I can't remember what it's like right now, but I know I've heard it and it's not a bad song, but I don't think it should be on this list. Bling 4 with Shiringai Naiwe featuring Vols JT. Solid song as well. Uh, Brusella with King. My opinion shouldn't really be on this list. Boy Tricky with Rekudaro. Mm. Fair enough. Volts JT with same drawing it gown. Fair enough. Chief Capone, get that paper. Eh, six low my guitar. Eh. Uh, wait, no, I already said that one. Uh, Baga with Nyarara. Mm. Tasha with King of Arare. Uh, K Flow with Ramboga Janya. Fair. And our peels are gold. So you can already see that there's like five or six solid songs in there that, like, you know what? It now depends on your preference. Mm. Uh, best live act, Mlu J, Brinson, Maroon to J, Do Major, Dingo Duke. Very interesting that none of the major people are mentioned as best live act. Mm. Um, best hip hop verse, shout out to Ray Kaz, Malcolm Mufunde, and others who are mentioned in there. Uh, hip hop personality of the year, Holy Ten, Volts, RPLs, Baga, Young Gemini, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Then there's People's Choice, which will obviously be a voting one, et cetera, et cetera. Lifetime achievement goes to Munetsi. Mm. Okay. So move. that's it. So I think the ones that we. The ones we really want to focus on. Let me start with best male. Volts JT is not listed there. Mm. Surely, th- surely that's a crazy omission. Mm-mm. Mad. Bling Four is there. Holy Ten is there. Bagger is there. Saint Flow, K Flow, but no Volts JT. Mm. The next thing you might notice is uh, ba- song of the year. Makurwan is not there. Mm. 
definitely a solid contender. Someone might argue, yeah, it's not really hip hop, then why is it nominated in another category? Mm. So anyway, apart from a few issues like that, I will say like, look, the nomination list doesn't look too bad apart from best female. Look, I don't want to wow, get dad. too deep into that. Wow, but wow. look at another man speaking of women's business. Dad, major business. Philip, who, who, which, which female MCs have been listened to this year? Hmm? Zoya Give me one. Huh? I mean, I've 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 paid attention to Young Gemini. Shout out to her. But from that, who have you been listening to, Phil? Um, so Where did you? <laughs> so apart from a few omissions, in general, I think this is a very solid set of nominations. And Zim is paying attention to hip hop, Phil. We've spoken about this on the podcast a couple of times. Mm. Hip hop is mainstream at the moment. Mm. What 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 are you basing that off of? Basing off of pure numbers, basing off of radio play. I'm talking pure numbers, just like on streams, YouTube, etc. Mm. Um, radio play, and Phil, I got ten toes down on the streets. I can feel what's in the air. I can feel what's in the air, Phil, and the air sounds like it's sixteen bars. You know what I'm saying? The air feels like it's baseline, and, and, you know and I mean? you're hearing this in the air through your ten toes down feet. <laughs> exactly, mm. I got ten toes down in the streets, and hip hop is mainstream at the moment. It's exciting times. We look forward. To- so, look, we've we've had we've had some harsh words for the Zim Hip Hop Awards on this podcast before, and we will continue to hold people accountable. To be honest with you. And to to point out things that need to be pointed out. But I do want to say, I'm actually somewhat proud of Beefy. I'm proud of that dude, man. Mm. Through the struggles, through the through the the trials and tribulations, you know, the criticism. My man is head down, let's go mm. another year, let's do it. I mean and Phil, after, after all know, those scathing reviews from Tafato Zimoyo, he still survived. He still made it through. All, through all the Dan making fun <laughs> of him. Feel... Well, I need and, to, let me play that song. I need to play that song. No, no, I feel, I feel it's unnecessary to do that now. Let's, let's, let's push positivity. Let's, let's be supportive. If I can help Beefy, I'm going to help. You know what I'm saying? Okay. My guy, hit me up. If you need me to help, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm helping. That's what's up. Shout out to you, Dan. I appreciate that. Phil is also volunteering to help. So, I know it's Phil, as you know, we've done it, man. Putting together an event is difficult, especially when there's no budget. So I get uh, look. I wanna I want I, I wanna try and be positive. I think hip hop is in a great space. I think if we have a good set of hip hop awards this year. I mean, it's 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 the stars from here. You know what I'm mm. saying? So yeah, congratulations to all the nominees and we look forward to see who's going to win. Which one do you think is taking song of the year, Philip? That song should have been there. I'm bringing it up now. I'm just going through the list here. Song of the year. Mfano Wepa Jecha. Oh, there's another song which is not here. Superstar. Baby, what is Superstar. 
Maybe TD two background. But Chasangana. That's a tune, man. I would it's almost on the level of, of fire emoji. It's ah, yeah, I think it's actually yeah, it is. It is. Um that's another another glaring omission. But anyway, some some might say that it's not quite hip hop, but I think it is. I mean, just for um, Oof, it's a tough one. It's either Mutucha or Amaiwe. But Amaiwe is more, I think, underground. Not Am- Yeah, yeah, not Amaiwe. Amaiwe is like the hip-hop heads. Mm, but to me, that... that, that heavy, heavy tune. I, I would love to see K-Flow take that. Uh, oh, no, but I don't like... His last song. I know we played it out a couple of weeks ago, but... Oof. It's uh, it's it's been grown up. Oh, the the get it by force, get it by get force, it by force ah. get it by force tune. Okay, uh, in in our music section, I'm gonna play another K Flow song. It's K Flow Baga and uh, Boy Nino. Mm. Philip, I don't know that song is an earworm. It's just I can't. Mm. I'm the whole day, the whole past couple of days that I've been since I heard it on radio. It's just been playing in my mind. What a tune, man! Mm. It's just like an earworm. You know what I'm saying? Um. Called Sunganu. We'll get into it. All right, cool. So that's the Zim Hip Hop Awards, where we're hoping that things go the right direction. A, a positive thoughts in your direction. The Zim Hip Hop Awards team and our beefy, etc., etc. Still in award season. Um, look, we have the MTV EMAs. Yeah. Ooh, congratulations to Anna Taylor Swift, Nicki Minaj, Billie Eilish, Lana Del Rey, Young Cook. Mm. Uh, the event was cancelled, by the way, because of the the war. Oh no! But uh, the winner, the winners were announced. That's the uh, the Israel Hamas war. Okay, um, Dan, it's not the Israel Hamas war. Israel is not bombing Hamas. They are bombing the people of Palestine. It's the Israel Palestine. The Israel Palestine war. Um, actually, that is that's that's hey, that's very interesting PR. Anyway, you see how, you see how they um, get you? You hmm? see how they get you? Yeah, I mean, I, no, I, I I just never really paid attention to it. I was just reading out here that, oh yeah, the Israel-Hamas war was cancelled. But you're right, why is it? It's not the Israel-Hamas war. It's the Israel-Palestine war and PR. Mm, stay woke. I would highly recommend the John Oliver piece on Israel uh, and Palestine. Mm. Uh, yeah, he, he, did, he very, did a good job on that one. He did a good job. He did like a very like, like entire, like, it's very easy to get caught up with emotions and feel very strongly, but he gives a very big overview. And I think, I mean, also congratulations to, to the Puteki Teki winning bird of the century. I don't know if you watched that section. <laughs> it comes out in the, in the full HBO show. Anyway, um, there's another set of awards called the African Entertainment Awards. The AEIOUs. That were held. Um, they were held on the 11th of November uh, last week. And uh, there were several uh, winners. Uh, they break it down by region, I think. Um, so congratulations to, let's see. Oh, best male went to Burner Boy. Best female went to Tyler ICU. This, this is the wrong spelling of Tyler ICU, huh? This is, wait, that's not a female. Wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Bang it up. Beep, beep, beep. What? Best female was who? Hey, hey, team in uh, music in Africa team. Uh, Tyler, I see you, would be in male. Tyler <laughs> is female, yeah. That would so. be, be a nice version of me. Nikki. <laughs> 
<laughs> Make it naked. Very interestingly, best duo or group went to P Square. Hey. What is this? 2008? What's going on? <laughs> Love it. Best collaboration. <laughs> best collaboration. <laughs> Makazi and Mr. Brown with Magia. Ginger Magia. Best music video went to Harmonize. Artist of the Year, Harmonize. Um, best DJ, DJ Neptune. And then let's go to uh, some of the, the more regional sounds, right? Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Song of the Year went to Calm Down, Rema and uh, Selena Gomez. Um, album of the Year was Timeless by Davido. Mm-hmm. So let's go to Best Male, uh, East, South, North Africa. Chapraza. Best Female, East, South, North Gemma Griffiths. Why is it East, South, North? What is going on? Zim took both. <laughs> hey, shout out to Zimbabwe. We have some hardworking people in important places. For them. Um, best reggae dancer, Winky G. Hey, Congra- congratulations! Um, and music producer of the year went to Master KG. So, congratulations to Gemma, uh, Ja Prazer. Shout out to Gemma, man, and um, and uh, Winky D. Even if Winky D, you know, you're not getting <laughs> the love over here back home. Still love for you, my guy. <laughs> that was, that was, I didn't that, say anything. I, yeah, neither, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Did you hear me say anything? I didn't say anything. One day when we write our tell-all book, oh, there'll be stories. There'll be stories. Hey, ah, there'll yeah, be yeah, stories. Yeah. Actually, one day when we are no longer <laughs> bound by, when me and my family are out <laughs> of the country. A lot of, lot of stories to tell you. But anyway, that's another story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> Excited about Andre 3000's uh, first album after 17 years. Yes, Dad. I cannot wait for this elevator music album to drop. I will be catching all the lifts. I'm going to floor one, two, three, top floor, penthouse, back to the basement, and up again. It's going to be flute test. What, what, what I can't wait for is <laughs> the Power Rangers beast coming out of the ocean once that album drops. <laughs> Because my man going to be dropping the flute. In case you're unaware what's going on. Uh, former member of Outcast Andre 3000. And legitimate nominee for best rapper ever. Um, he has been quiet for 17 years. And uh, he's about to release. He's announced he's releasing an album this Friday. So when you hear this, the album might be out already. Uh, the album's called New Blue Sun. Everyone was that excited until they read the blurb. <laughs> which was like, oh yeah, this doesn't have any bars. No rapping. Not even any singing. He's just playing his flute. <laughs> Look, Andre three thousand has has done enough for for me to at least listen to it. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, please pause at this point and just go listen to Andre three thousand's <laughs> album so that we can discuss it together. If you're in the Patreon group, ooh, I can't wait for those discussions. We're gonna be fire, man. <laughs> okay, Dan. Before we continue, Dan, have you have you listened to the? Have you checked out the tracklist for this this project? I, I have very interesting track list. I, I, I love it. So uh, track one is, I swear I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. That's, that's track mm. number one. Because woodwind, the flute, the wind blew me, you blow the flute. Okay. You, you, you know what? Sidebar. But this also shows my age. You know, like when we used to burn CDs and then we print the track list for the jewel case. <laughs> Can you imagine how messed up? Like, no, like you, you'd have to print it like size six font. 
This everything fits. Prinko doesn't have enough space for this, man. Prinko don't got enough space for this. Okay, one. so track number two. After that banger, it's going to be... <laughs> then the bass going to drop. Then we're going to go straight to track two. No, no interlude. Is the slang word for pussy rolls off the tongue with far better ease than the proper word vagina. Do you agree? Question mark. Banger. This is... This is one for the family. I, I I can't wait to hear how he breaks that down. Like, I can't wait to hear how he, you know, does that. But without words, then, with just the tones of a flute. <laughs> okay. Can you explain to me how... What will 93 Till Infinity and Beyonce... Does that, is that featuring Beyonce? <laughs> or... Uh... <laughs> no, it's not featuring. She's just part of the title. Tell, tell me, Phil, how do you communicate this with just the sounds of a flute? Track six, Gandhi, Dalai Lama, your Lord and Savior, JC, Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and John Wayne Gacy. It's clearly you're going to start in a C minor. You know, you're going to have a little mm, staccato. That's true. It's basically going to be. At the end, it's the. Look, I will, I will listen to it. I will listen to it. I will listen to it. <laughs> I, Philip, this is a time for us to review. Listen, we have a lot to talk about, Philip. Actually, we've been recording for so long. I need to go sleep. We've been outside. I know we have. Nah, we've, we've been, been recording for a while. But we've been outside. Let's, 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 uh, let's review our time outside. Mm. So there's two things that we can review. Number one, and this is the major one. This is why we've been uh, somewhat absent from the podcast. Once again, apologies. We're back. We're back. We're not going to do this again. Sorry. Uh, Phil and I were working together on the Jameson Connects event, um, which happened uh, two Saturdays ago now. So mm-hmm. yeah, the first Saturday of November. Uh, it was at uh, Jam Tree. We had uh, great performances from XQ, Natio, Mokumba, Tammy Moyo, Feli Nandi, and uh, some of our favorite DJs, Reverb7, Zulu Boy, and Rex the DJ. <laughs> wow, that I can still remember it without reading that. Just just burned into Who my Who was brain. our MC? Uh, our MC was Ahmad and Mox. It was a great time. I mean, we didn't have the great time, but people had a great I time. So much PTSD. I watched I them so much PTSD. as I ran past them. I got so much PTSD. I'm, I'm so tired and stressed. Oh, I need help. Oh. Oh. I, was, I was actually explaining to someone that I only feel like now I'm beginning. You know, because you're like in a state of like rolled up tension and whatever. And it's... <laughs> now beginning to un- unravel a little mm. bit but it was fun i will say it was fun um it was fun it was fun to put together and to conceptualize and mm. shout out to the team that we were working with from um from nefertiti and shout out to the team from perno ricard and jameson as a whole shout out to the team from jam tree look on a on record the music was not too loud <laughs> just saying we checked the levels we had a, we agreed on sound check okay <laughs> We agreed on the levels, guys. Anyway. The police were right there. <laughs> I am glad that people had a good time. I was just, I was following people's social media afterwards. They had a great time. Some people had a little bit too much to drink, as can be expected from such an event. But in general, it was Not very mature. No, we, we, we drink responsibly. and um, Of course. In general, people drank responsibly and had a great time. And um, yeah, the performances were great. The the drinks were great. The decor was amazing. It was good time. Good time. Um, 
the few things that we noticed that were wrong, Philip, mm-hmm. other people wouldn't have noticed. They didn't notice that stuff. Mm-hmm. We are the ones who are stressing mm-hmm. about them. <laughs> but, you know, well, people had a good time. We've got, we got clients that we need to deliver. You know. Yeah, I feel we just need to say, listen, did people have a good time? Yes? Great! You're welcome. <laughs> Let's plan the next one. <laughs> Yeah, that's guaranteed to please them. That's guaranteed to please them. <laughs> and, and we were even able to offer some of our Patreons exclusive access as, you know, part of a benefit for, for being the two broke tumbos. In fact, Patreon certain individuals, in fact, certain individuals which are remain nameless became patrons only because they were so desperate for tickets. <laughs> <laughs> tickets were sold out, eh? Tickets were sold out. So there were some of our Patreons who got tickets. Shout out to y'all. I remember seeing y'all. Uh, very welcome. And that's one of the benefits that you get. Look, we can't... Uh, every now and again, we have access to stuff that we always want to share with our Patreon. For those of you that have been in a group in a long time, you will know that there's always... Every now and again, there's like, oh, there's some spare tickets to this. There's tickets to that. There's invitations to this. Da, 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 da. And uh, even for those of you who are outside the country, we will find ways to also, to, to also link you up to some stuff. So that was Jameson Connects. Went very well. Congratulations to everyone involved. Basically, we're saying congratulations to ourselves. Then, last weekend, Philip, we went to uh, the Omar Lay concert. Hey, last minute decision by Old Terrarians. Last minute decision. Look, look at look how was, your wife has I was exhausted. Look how your wife has changed. Dan phoned me as I was on my way. And I was like, ha, I'll see you there, buddy. <laughs> no, I mean, I wasn't planning. I knew about it. Tickets were 40 bucks, Philip. Mm. $40. And this was one of those rare occasions where I didn't have a link to anyone. I mean, I did have a link to someone, but I can't ask him again. I, 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 it's, I can't <laughs> ask every time. No, but your media is supposed to ask every time. I, I can't. <laughs> I, 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 at, at this point, you can offer and I'll accept, but I can't be asked. Ah, so, no, so, you'd be smart and just send someone to do it for you. No, I mean, I was also planning on not going because the previous weekend had been Jameson Connects, so I was exhausted. I was thinking, you know what? I just want to... Because straight after Jameson Connects, I was straight back to work. Because I took some time off from work, I had to work on Jameson Connects. Then I was working on Jameson Connects. Then straight back to work. So, and, you know, I never I had a chance to what like... I then I went straight to... Yeah, same, same. But, you know, people re- relax in different ways. I just wanted to sit. Just sit. Sit. So I was, you know, I, I hadn't planned on going. Mm-hmm. And then I made the mistake of just mentioning it to my wife. And she was like, wait, in Harare today... Oh, my lady's in Harare today. Ah, let's go. <laughs> it's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. I was like, I don't have tickets. She's like, we can buy. We, <laughs> we see who wears the pants in that house. <laughs> like, it's fine. It's fine. No, I mean, I did, like, part of me also did want to go. You know, there was a little bit of FOMO. So, I was, I was easy to convince. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, we arrived. It was $40 per ticket plus $20 to bring in your cooler box. So, a young nut just... <laughs> that is making money. Ish. Ish. Anyway, it was it was good. I will say they weren't it wasn't as packed as I would expect an A-list. Then it was forty dollars. It was forty dollars. Hmm? Yes, this is true. There were not very many people there. By the time Omale performed, how what would you estimate the number of people there were? No good lie to you, Dan. Uh, for this performance, I was having the time of my life. I didn't even look. Like, it was the only a, time I looked at the crowd, I was, I, was, I, was looking, I was enjoying the show. I was having a guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would guess 800 to 1,000 people. 
But it was it was, so it was a good by the time I, by the I time was, all my I was life having before. a great time. I was there, you know, supporting. It was a good time. My twin. So, okay, let me let me just quickly review the performers. So I got there just after Amara Brown performed. Like as I was walking in, and I could hear her doing the last song. Mm. So I don't know how how she did her show. Uh, but then I saw Takura. Mm-hmm. I love Takura. Here comes, here comes, here comes. Chidinda G. Yeah, no, I love I love Takura, and I loved hearing the songs. But you could see that he wasn't. He wasn't hundred percent. You know what I mean? And I and I think we we just looking at his social media. You know, there's there's been some stuff going on. So I'm I want to extend a lot of grace towards him. You could just see that he wasn't he wasn't hundred percent. He wasn't the usual Takura that we know. And I think you know he's working but through. Even, stuff. But even even within that, so, to those so songs. I think now now it's not to pile on because and not to excuse what it's going through because we've touched on it briefly on the podcast, like. Um, whatever's happening we hope he gets to it but has Takura ever been known to be a great live performer whenever I've seen him live and whenever I've heard reviews of his life it's always been the same it's just low energy not really a great performance has there ever been a time where you felt like he knocked it out the park I remember a Takura performance that unplugged that I loved I love you I I don't know. I, uh, was that one? Was I mean, that was that, was that the performance thing. where he was wearing like the white bulletproof vest type thing? I think so. I, th- I think so. He was wearing something like that. Look, so I don't but, remember. So that's the funny. That's ironic because I remember that. watching that. Maybe that's the, the interesting thing about like different opinions. I remember watching that and like, yo, this is low energy. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember energy levels necessarily, but I remember like I remember vibing to every song, and I remember like he was. I felt like he was interacting with the crowd, great, and I thought it was dope. Um, to, to answer your question in general, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's necessarily the he's ever necessarily been the vibe of a high energy performer. I think his his music would be that much better if he were to do higher energy performances. But I don't know. Maybe he's got his own you know his own style that he's going for, whatever. Um, but I will say I did enjoy listening to because I had also just finished sampling a couple of times his new album and he performed mm. some of his songs. It was yeah, that album was bang. I love that album. Mm-hmm. King of Arts. Ah, no. Banging album. Love it. And it gets better each time I listen. Um, XQ, as usual. XQ, King of Consistency. He just does his thing. But XQ is also, XQ is somewhat a low energy performer as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Sorry, the dance is- his, 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 his dancers distract us. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ones that were described by uh, our mutual homifaz there is the, the ones that dress like the swimming pool at Rainbow Towers. <laughs> It's not an insult, by the way. It was just a description. Ah, <laughs> uh, you, you are not nice people. You, yeah, it's not nice people. <laughs> no, 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 no. As always, love XQ, love his music. I'm. A, I've said this on the podcast before. I'm an XQ stan. Mm. So for me, having Takura and XQ on the same lineup, <laughs> loved it. Mm. And then, uh, obviously, Omale. Ah, excellent! I had a great time. Excellent! I had a great time. Excellent! I don't know, like, that's, yeah. one of the, that's one of the few nights I was just like, you know, today I was going out to have fun because obviously we discussed um, at Jameson next to the the week before, and I just had a great time. I loved it. Mm. I loved it. Excellent performance, man! Mm. Excellent performance. And um, I, if if Omale is ever performing somewhere close to you, I, I would say go. Mm. He 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 does a great performance, and he's very conscious of 
interacting mm. with the crowd and it was dope. Mm. So, Philip, mm-hmm. so at some point in his performance, <laughs> you know, I know where you're many, going with this. And you're as, a as many of these artists do, they shout out, you know, hey, shout out the ladies, blah, 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 blah. Then he says, I need one lady to come up on stage. It's like, I need just one lady in the audience to come up on stage. So he picks a young lady who I thought I recognized, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, now you're not sure. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm like, I'm like 75% mm. sure. And I don't want to like put anyone on blast for, for something that I'm not hundred percent sure of. I feel like I recognized who that was. It was a young, someone young. And then she gets on stage, does a little bit of a wine dance, GGG, whatever, whatever gets back in the crowd. What, what I was going to say, what bothered me is when he asked, I want to I get a young lady to come up on stage. Does my wife not put up there? <laughs> we know who wears the pants in this relationship. <laughs> so I was like, babes, 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 babes. She's like, what? I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, I was not going to go. So why are you putting your hand up? It's like, no, he said, ladies, I put my hands. I was not going to go. You know, the, the problem is, the problem is you, you haven't trained your wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Phil Dyer. <laughs> so, so um, a bit of backstory. Um, Madam, was, Madam had been hinting at this for a while. So she was like, yo, I want to go. Please, I want to go. And I was like, eh. That's $300. It is a substantial amount of money because, you know, eh? And, and oh, she was insisting on VIP tickets. So, <laughs> so I, I managed to pull some strings. Bam, bam, bam! Able, God, my connects came through. I was able to get a backstage, backstage pass. So she was, she was like, "Ah, oh, not only am I going to the concert backstage, ah, brownie points through the roof." Mm. Now, it, now, <laughs> now she had she has now been to a few concerts where I've got backstage access. So she now understands that before and after the performance, the artists will come into their green room tent and chill, which is like perfect opportunity for me to get a selfie with Omale. Omale. I love Omale. I'm a big fan of Omale. I really want a selfie. And she's never really been the I want a selfie type. So like, because mm. she's interacting with a bunch of people. And she's like, no, I'm easy. But this time she was focused and dedicated. So I, so I think it meant a lot to her. Because there was even a time like she, was, she kept blasting Nike and then I introduced her to Tyler. I see you. And she was like, hi. And then she just was like, yeah, okay, cool, I'm done. She didn't even want to take a photo with him. So like, with, I, I could tell with Omale, it was a serious, it was a serious thing. She was, she was, she was determined to get this picked. So the funny part being, when Omale came to perform, the car pulls up right up to the stage, waits for its time, wait, waits for his team to finish the sound check and all that. Car, no one comes out of the car, goes into the tent. When it's time for him to perform, goes straight onto the stage. Bam. Performs, we have a great time, we're not going back. Man, man, man I'm already thinking about the show, like, well, that was a great show, cool, come on, get home, get some sleep, mm, great nights. Madam is already like, Mm-mm, I need my selfie, so she's now scurried off. And as she scurries off to try to get the, be the first in line to get the selfie with Omale, we see Omale's truck driving off. Good. Sorry. 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 Yes. Good. Yeah, exactly. That. Good. But also, the other thing that I was saying, why you, you, you should discipline, then as, as a man, you must discipline Train. your woman. Is, um, when he, when he declared that he wanted a woman on stage, she, she didn't even put her hand up. She just looked at me and I gave her a look and she was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So here's, here's, okay. 
So we spoke afterwards, right? And I mean, I mean, we're just, we're being, I, look, I, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm so insecure in our relationship or whatever. That blah, 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 blah. I just mean, obviously, if he's calling you on stage, he's going to dance with you like that. Are you going to be comfortable doing that? It's like, no, I would never do that. So what's the plan? Like, what's... No, they what's just the don't, don't give it, don't like give no it that shine. No. Just, don't give it that... Oh, I can't. Oh. <laughs> You know, I could have, you know, I could have been on stage with all my life, but I did it for you. Okay. Cause I love you. <laughs> it's, it's, you're obviously, even if you, the pressure is going to be too much, you're going to do it. Did you see that video of Asha and, uh, and uh, Kenya Moore? <laughs> no, Asha is doing a lot. Did, did He's doing see, it again. Did you see that baby father that was begging why he should take down his baby mother? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Look, look. Okay, I, I don't, I, I don't. In principle, I don't have a problem with. Hey, this is one of your favorite artists. They called you onto stage. You're going onto stage. You're celebrating with your favorite artist. Great. But let's let's be realistic. <laughs> you're going to go on stage to drop a, a young wine for this artist. And what am I? I'm just supposed to stand here and like, yeah, clip, 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 clip. Get yours, baby. Get yours. I'm just, I'm just it. Then he's now running his hands all over you while he's singing. You know, baby, sh- oh, show him that thing you do with your hips, baby. Show him that thing you do with your hips. <laughs> Hike the skirt up. Hike the skirt up. I mean, guys, let's be realistic. I'm just like, no. Obviously, I wasn't going to go, and obviously, I was not going to dance. I was just <laughs> celebrating. Got it. All right. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was supposed to talk about so this. Me, Wait, me, I was supposed to talk about so this, but I, I want to bring it up because it's hilarious. So, <laughs> uh, so there's a certain night where we were out and about and we were doing some work backstage. And um we got Holy Ten on stage. Do you know Holy Ten almost broke up a relationship? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Yeah, you know, all, all, all I'll say is, guys, know your that. women, and women know your men. If you if you know your girl is a is a fan of music and she appreciates the artist, but you know, but but obviously, with hopefully within reason and sense, be prepared for her yeah, to within, be prepared for her to fan girl a little when he's performing their favorite song. You know, I mean, and I mean, like it's like okay, reverse the situation a little bit. If you are a huge fan of, I don't know. But men are also weird. Sometimes they don't like to admit that they're fans of women. But let's say, let's say you love Meg the Stallion, mm. and there she is performing at at the old Hararian Sports Club. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Let's say you take a video of her doing her, you know, WAP dance. I mean, it's an artist you like. You take a video. It's, uh, in my opinion, I like whatevs, you know? Let's say she says, I need someone to come on stage to sit on this chair so I can do a, a lap dance on you. Look, if you know your woman is not going to be comfortable, even if it's a celebrity like Meg The Stallion, and she know, you know it doesn't mean nothing. She knows it doesn't mean nothing. It's just a dance as part of the performance. If you know she's not going to be comfortable with it, just leave it. Mm-hmm. You know that you know that famous video of Janet Jackson and that man that she strapped to to during her live performance. The man that basically showed I mean, himself on stage. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean, 
if that man has a woman somewhere, <laughs> I'm sure she left him that very night. Because while you're still on the Megatron, <laughs> she was working out. It's a lot to say. It's a lot to look at. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Am I tripping? <laughs> yeah, ah, guys, if, if that, that is vexed. That is properly vexed. No, no, I'm not vexed. I mean, it wasn't that deep because like, I do believe she wasn't going to go on stage anyway. <laughs> but I mean, the fact that she put her hand up, I was like, okay, hey, hey. <laughs> but gentlemen, gentlemen, <laughs> I would like to think that if you listen to this podcast, you're not some, you know, knuckle-dragging <laughs> ape man who believes in alpha male, what, 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 what. You are probably a reasonable man who understands that you have to, you know, you, you, you have to live like a normal person. You know what I mean? You have normal relationships with women. You're not trying to be all, oh, oh so I'm, I'm the real man here. You're reasonable. I just want to know. If we're at your, your lady's favorite artist's concert... <laughs> And that artist says, I need someone on stage. And then she goes on stage. How are you reacting? That's all I want to know. And ladies, I want to ask the same thing. If we go to, if we go to, I don't know, who, who's popping right now? If we go to Ira Starr's concert. Uh, no, hey, whoa, whoa, to, no, 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 no. Bad example. Let's go, let's say, okay. Uh, let's say we go to Thames. Mm, let's, yeah. We go to a Thames concert. And Thames, you know, be dragging herself around the stage. And she decides that, no, I need someone, I need someone to, to croon to. Mm. And then she points out your man. And she's like, come on stage, daddy. I want you to be honest with me. In, in the voice that she says, and with those eyes, mm. those eyes and her those lips. Those Nala Lion King eyes. At, those, those Nala Lion <laughs> That's the exact, <laughs> the exact description. With Thames' Nala Lion King eyes, she looks at your man and says, Hey, daddy, I want to sing to you. Come on stage. And then she starts hiking up her skirt. <laughs> I want to know what you're doing. Let's, let's just be realistic. If not Thames, let's say... Um, Why am I struggling to think of Okay, Jen, we get the point. Jen, Jen, your point has been driven. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. We understand. Thank you. I, I just want to hear. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure your wife has got the message. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's say uh, we've been recording for a while. So um just, just some some quick updates on uh, television. Uh, I don't know if I spoke about Oppenheim on this podcast, did I, Philip? Uh no, I don't none of us had watched it. Oh, okay. Quick we review. Just about Bob and I'm. Quite possibly. Quite possibly one of the best movies I've ever watched. Ooh. Good Lord, that's a Where did you watch it? The cinema? I watched it in, I watched it at the Labia Theatre in Cape the, Town. The one? I don't know why it's called <laughs> that. It's apparently a very famous theatre right in the heart of no, Cape Town. Uh, it, just that name one, uh, one more time. The, the, the Labia Theatre. Was it anywhere near the Volva AV Centre? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, babes, please just repeat. You said we're going where? <laughs> we could just stay home. I mean, anyway. it's fine, babe. We'll um, eat at the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yo, that's such a good movie, man. And it's so wild because most of it is just slow dialogue, but it was, it's done really well. Such a good movie. Second thing. Uh, I've been hinting at it throughout the podcast, but uh, I was invited to a, the, the Zimbabwe premiere of Disney's Kizazimoto. Mm-hmm. 
Disney Plus Kizazimoto actually. We've spoken about it on the podcast before. Basically, uh, Disney got together a bunch of African animators to tell African stories in an anthology series. Uh, they are leaning towards African sci-fi. Think Love, Death, Robots, if you've watched that on uh, Netflix. Basically, animated sci-fi, futuristic, but in Africa, told by Africans. So uh, there's two Zimbabweans who contributed to this project, uh, Tafadzo Aove and Pius uh, Nyenyi. Let me say his surname properly. Because, wow. Because Pius, Pius is the one who, who made Charles. Nyenyewa. Shout out to Pius. Pius is the animator. Tafadzo is the writer. They put together the story. Disney took it. And uh, we watched the premiere of that. Plus, we watched four other African shows. There's 10 in total. So they even brought like some of the South African um, uh, directors and actors and whatever to be there. First things first, um, excellent animation, great stories. I loved them. I loved them. And I have to give a big shout out to Tafadzo Ove and Pius Nino. What a do- dope animation. Look, shout out to our corporate overlords at Disney for throwing a bit of, a bit of that uh, multi-billion dollar cash in Africa's way. And there's such, it's so, Phil, it's so cool mm. to see Disney and just hear, you know what I mean? Mm. It's just, it's cool. It was just cool. Um, and um, I heard Simba's voice in the, but it was in the South African one. Mm. So he did, he was voicing, uh, he was voicing like, I don't know, like an AI announcer thing. Um it was also pretty cool. Very cool. Shout out to Simba. Shout out to everyone who was involved. There was, they also had a very brief video, like a 30 second selfie video from the executive producers, right? So one of the executive producers uh, was, um, oh my goodness. Hold on. I need to get the names right. Um, one of the executive producers was, oh my gosh. Why is it not coming up here? Uh, two broke trumbles. Tendai Nyeke. There we go. Tendai Nyeke. Tendai is obviously Zimbabwean, as you can tell by her name. And she was like, yo, I'm, I'm, she did this video. She's like, yo, I'm the executive producer of, um, one of the executive producers of Kizazimoto Generation Fire. So cool that, you know, we get to share this and shout out to you and Zim. And man, it's so cool that here we are at freaking Disney with some of the biggest names. And they're all talking about Mukudze and Rumbizai. And they're talking about great Zimbabwe. And like, ah, oh, it's so cool. And I hope you guys can also feel the cool. She was so infectious and so cool. I really want to meet her. Maybe we can get her on the podcast at some point. And then uh, also the other, the other executive producer was um, Peter Ramsey, the director of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So it was so cool to just see that this was such on a big stage and, and, the, and the, the animations were dope. And if you have access to Disney+, Plus, uh, highly recommend checking out Kizazimoto Generation Fire. The Zimbabwean one is called Mukudze and it's about great Zimbabwe. But, and this, I hope this is not a spoiler, just a teaser. Imagine if great Zimbabwe had, or if Zimbabwe had not been colonized, what great Zimbabwe would look like. And it's like a, like a multiverse mm. thing. It's super cool, man. It's just dope. cool. And shout out to Pius. Shout out to Taf. Uh, very mm. dope. Very excited. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I must say. Um, Philip, do we have time for white people business? Not really, but if you make it brief. Okay, let me make it super, 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 super brief. All right. Billie Eilish. First of all, Billie Eilish was kind of trending in the on black Twitter or black X. Is that a thing now? Anyway, uh, because... <laughs> There was a video of her that came out and people were like, damn, she's she looking like that? 
I mean, I wouldn't mind drinking some milk. So, but that's not what the story is about. The story is about the fact that she put out, uh, she was recently interviewed in Variety magazine. And in this Variety article, she basically talks about her life and blah, blah, blah. And one of the things she says is uh, she discusses how people in general have um, sexualized her body. Uh, and she says she doesn't mind being sexualized because she's a sexual being. But what she didn't want was people to just have access. So that's why she very famously wears very baggy clothing and whatever, whatever. This is very normal for her interview. But there's one particular sentence that made it trend. Hanzi. And the description is that this was a rant. Nobody ever says a thing about men's bodies. If you're muscular, cool. If you're not, cool. If you're real thin, cool. If you have a dad bod, cool. If you're pudgy, love it. Everybody's happy with it. You know why? Because girls are nice. They don't give a F because we see people for who. As you can expect, a lot of people responded to that with lies. Women are not nice. Da, 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 da. In fact, there was a community note on Twitter that actually pointed out uh, Billie Eilish's own uh, interview at some point in the past where she said that, you know, I would never date an ugly man or something along those lines. But I think overall, the reason I bring it up is I want to say, even though that may not necessarily be true, I think we can all sort of see Billy's point. Yes, it's untrue. Women are sometimes very mean and they do also body shame and they do also look at men's bodies funny, 100%. But you can't compare men experiencing it to the way women have experienced it over the generations. So just, just take some of these rants with a pinch of salt is all I was going to say. So look, at this point, uh, Phil was overcome by a, a sudden bout of sickness. So uh, I will take the opportunity to end this podcast now so we don't have to put him through any more suffering. Um, he'll be fine, I hope. Um, but yeah, listen, there was a lot of music that came out. We were going to take a look at some of it, but uh, we've been recording for a while now. And as Phil said, uh, we haven't really been able to, oh wait, as Phil has left now, we haven't really been able to to go through everything that we wanted to go through. So uh, Crims, please uh, add at the end of this podcast that... Uh, that song by uh, Boy Nino, Baga, K-Flow, and Tatenda LXA. It's called Sungano. Love that song. So we can end the podcast with that. But in the meantime, hey, please check out Takura's King of Hearts. Excellent album. Loved it. Freeman's Trophy album is pretty dope as well. Uh, we're expecting Nati O's new project coming out, the mixtape. That's going to be pretty cool as well. So yeah, so there's a lot of music to check out. Uh, there's XQ's album. There's St. Flo's album. There's lots of stuff to check out. Yeah, um, I think on that note, we're going to end it here. As usual, may I ask you that to continue to support us. Uh, we love it when you're able to interact with us. So please hit us up on the Twitter, on the Facebook. Uh, not on the Facebook, we're going to see it not as much. But on the Twitter, on the Instagram, you can look us up individually, Danny, that guy, and Phil Chard. Or on Twitter, at, at Two Broke Twimbles, or at Danny, that guy, at Phil Chard, as we do. But the best way to support us, of course, is to become a Patreon subscriber. Go to twobrokeTwimbles.com forward slash donate. For just $5 a month, you can be part of the exclusive group of uh, Two Broke Twimbles patrons. We'll add you to the group. We have great discussions in there. Um, and uh, we also give you uh, exclusive access to different things that we have access to. Um, but if you don't want to be part of the group, that's also fine. I know some of you prefer your privacy. If you just want to be a silent member of the group who only just observes conversations, that's also fine. No pressure. But uh, yeah, it's just an opportunity also for you to support the podcast. That's the main thing. But yeah, this week we had some great conversations about uh, basketball things. I mean, I don't know much about that, but the guys who were enjoying discussing basketball was over there. Uh, we had discussion about Zim Hip Hop. We had discussions about 
uh, Brook Brook Jackson. We also talked about our fantasy team. All of that was going on. I mean, fantasy football teams, stuff like that. So that was pretty cool this week. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of Two Broke Twimbos. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we are back, back now, and we will continue to be giving you some uh, podcast content. Shout out to other people that have uh, continued to also support us. Uh, hey, shout out to uh, Mukudze and to Munashe, King Kandore and Munashe, who've just launched their own podcast. Uh, check it out after this one. It's called uh, Black and Forth. Clever name. Pretty cool. Uh, they dropped their first episode. Very cool as well. And uh, yeah, I guess on that note, we're going to say we out. Please do it with me because Phil is not here. Are you ready? Okay. On that note, we out. Break the bread with the G. Can I tire?